0: It's easy to see the good in the good times when life is just going well. In these times, we tend to take that good for granted. But when life is hard, or worse yet, when we're going through a life-changing grief, finding anything to be thankful for can be challenging, to say the least. Gratitude in grief is not just hard, it is necessary. If you want to feed hope for a better tomorrow, you have to find the good in today. Gratitude for the blessings that you still have need to be recognized and focused on. Today we'll talk about how to find the good in each day and how to grow your hope, which makes all the difference in grief. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people but you still feel all alone. Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cavanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and He turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith, and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house, and because the weather is rainy, (laughs) today we will be on the couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I want you to feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Jordan, our spotlight country, and in the U.S., California. You remain as the state with the most downloads this week. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, and if that's you, welcome. Also, if you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you want some background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. Her faith journey throughout the last six months of her life were unreal, and her death changed me. She is the reason that you are listening to me today. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. So if you're just starting on this journey, please know that life will change. It will not always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. This is not to say that you'll stop missing your loved one because you never will, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. Grief is all-consuming, and those words don't do it justice. Managing the life you used to have feels impossible without your loved one. The small things are big, and the big things, well, they feel impossible. As a Christian, you know that God is with you, but you feel so distant at times because all you feel, all you see, all you're surrounded with is pain and loss. I felt guilt because I knew that as a Christian, I wasn't supposed to grieve as the world does. Yet I felt lost in the pain. When Monica was sick, she had good days, bad days, and really bad days. And overall, she declined on a weekly basis. Toward the end, she couldn't breathe and was bedbound on oxygen. She and I had always wanted to do a triathlon. But if you have heard in previous episodes, we gave up the idea because of having to wear bathing suits. So we had a new friend who was actually an Ironman triathlete. And if you don't know what a full triathlon is, look it up because it's a pretty incredible feat. She brought pictures to show and share details of the race with Monica. I watched their interaction and I was amazed. See, what I saw was a dream that would never have a chance of happening. I saw us letting pride get in the way of a goal that we had no chance of her ever attempting to do. I saw cruel irony that it took her dying to meet someone who could have helped her accomplish that dream. I was sad and a little mad. Monica, on the other hand, was laughing and asking questions and praising our friend for the decision and commitment to do such a race. She called me over to look at the pictures, acting almost as if we had completed the race. She was truly appreciative of the experience of meeting a real-life triathlete. That night, she asked that I write down that interaction as the best part of her day. I did as she asked, but on the inside, I was rolling my eyes. From the beginning, Monica asked me to keep a journal and to write down a few details so that when she was completely healed, We would have an accurate account of what she had been through. So every day of her last six months, I wrote down what I saw in the day and then added her B-pod or her best part of the day. I think God had a hand in that because what I wrote each day and did not share with her was all the bad because that's all I saw. And each day her B-pod was all the good. It was about the love and support she was given. It was about being able to eat better or have certain people come by to visit. It was about being given another day to show God's love to people. All that while she didn't have a day without pain to the point of crying. I think at some point I became jealous of her perspective about what was occurring. I was exhausted and angry. I was praying that she would be healed, but also praying that God would take her. So the pain would stop. And I wasn't even the one with the pain. And it wasn't until later that I understood why our view of the same situation was so different. Her days were focused on God. She wasn't begging to be healed. She knew and had full confidence that she had been healed. It was settled for her. So every step she took, she took with a higher purpose. She talked about how she would share her testimony of healing And how I needed to get ready to travel. Her relationship with God was something I could not fathom. But it was so real that what she saw was only the good. While what I saw was only the hard and the bad. See, Monica's focus was very spiritual. And my focus was purely physical. Jeff and I had breakfast with friends last weekend. And we were talking about perspective. And it reminded me of Francis Chan's rope. Illustration. I highly suggest going to YouTube and searching for that. It's a needed reminder that eternity is a very, very, very long time and that our present lives are only a sliver of what is to come. Yet we value that sliver so much that we lose sight of eternity. I've known people that I actually used to say were too heavenly minded for earthly good, but I think I had that wrong. As a Christ follower, we have made the creator of the universe a higher human being. And because of that, we don't live in the hope of eternity. We include God in our lives when we need something or we're hurting instead of allowing Him to transform our lives to do kingdom work. My first two years of grief were awful and awesome, just like the experience with Monica's faith. I can say that I have never been closer to God Than in those two years, I relied on him, even when I was angry with him for everything, every minute, each hour and every hard day. I experienced pain like never before in my life, but I cried just as hard when I thought about all that the Lord had done. The gratitude I experienced then, I continue to be emotional about now. It was a gift that never left because I made it a point to follow Monica's example in cultivating gratitude. I began my best part of the day and created a faith resume to make it easier not to forget all that I had been given and how God saw me through the hardest and most confusing season of my life. The word of the week is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. As you're getting through your day, and it may be a hard one, remember that don't grieve as the world does means that you don't grieve without hope, not that you don't grieve. And to build your hope, start a gratitude journal or a faith resume. You can check out episode 41 on how to create that faith resume. Next time, we'll talk more about The best part of the day as it relates to your healing and your future. So your journey works or the work of your journey is to write down three things you are grateful for right now. I know how hard grief is, but I also know how good God is. So you can think of three things and I don't want you to put that off. You can use your phone if you don't have anything to write on, but do that right now. By listening to this episode, it tells me that you are doing the work of grief, and I know that's not easy. If you're ready to take another step toward healing, here are three resources. Purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. I called it a workshop because I wanted you to understand there is work to be done, action steps towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, this workshop will guide and direct your steps. You will grow closer to God. Even when it's hard to pray, you'll work toward acceptance, even if that word makes you angry and you'll know what to expect in your healing process. You can also join our private Facebook group and be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. See, when you're part of the group and you welcome a new member, that's taking action that's serving others, that's getting you out of your pain for even just a minute to support and encourage someone else. And thirdly, if you don't have a church home, visit mychurchopendoorchurch.com. Everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future and know that you are not alone. And keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch, and keep taking steps, however small, towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.